Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of TN Teachings. We are on episode 27, which is wild, which is crazy. I go live every single Friday, normally with my husband at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday, but today it's just me. My husband, we actually picked up a rental property, our very first rental property, um, and he's just been busy. Um, Um, going back and forth, getting some renovations done, getting the tenant inside. So he's doing all that stuff and I am still here. So if you are watching live with me, say hello. Uh, Let me know that you are watching. So today I want to talk about cravings. So I posted and I said, are you currently honoring your cravings right now or are you dismissing them? And there was kind of like a mix of, of both. Some people were honoring their cravings. Some people were dismissing their cravings. And many of you guys know that restriction is not the answer, right? You guys know that restricting yourself. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Julie. Hello, you guys. So a lot of you guys have the intellectual awareness that when you restrict yourself, when you deprive yourself from the foods that you love, you know that it makes the cravings worse, right? You know that the foods that you deprive yourself of are the foods that you tend to binge on. However, however, you might be honoring your cravings right now because you know restriction is not the solution. But when you give into your cravings, you binge. So it's like, what the heck do I do? If I don't give into my cravings, I binge because I'm so deprived. But then if I also honor my cravings and I give in, I also binge. So here's what I want to talk to you guys about. Okay. Why this actually happens. When you have been deprived for many, many years, right? Some of you guys have been dieting for like five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus years, right? This, this deprivation doesn't go away by honoring a craving, right? You have been deprived for so long. And I want you to think about, you know, very uh, special foods that you have on special occasions, right? Maybe like your aunt makes a special chili recipe or, you know, you, your aunt or your grandma makes this special like pie recipe and you only get it at Thanksgiving or you only get it at Christmas, Right. It doesn't matter because you don't have it very often. Of course, when you finally have the pie or the chili or the special dish one time per year or two times per year, it's like a big freaking deal. It's like, I'm obviously not going to just have like one little tablespoon. Like I'm going to go ham. Like I am going to enjoy this because you know that you're not going to have it for a really long time. 
I use the example of when my grandpa was alive, um, he would make his own salami. There's nothing like your grandpa's salami. That sounds so weird. Not in that way. <laughs> Not in that way. But <laughs> you guys, Friday morning. Uh, we're just having some fun here. Um, everyone watching is like, what is this chick saying? Uh, <laughs> But you guys get it, right? Like you can go to the store and it's just not, not the same. <laughs> Anyways, so we would only, I would only get this sausage. <laughs> I would only get this like <laughs> a few times. Okay. This is such a bad example. I am horrible. <laughs> okay. Back to being serious. Okay. I would only have this like every once in a while because, you know, sometimes he wouldn't make it or whatever. Right. And when my whole family, we would go to my grandpa's house and we would have it. Right. It's like, I know it's like, it was such a big deal. Like we're not going to just have like one or two pieces. It was like a huge deal. Like we're going to enjoy a sandwich with it. And then we're going to take it home. Cause it's like, it felt like a very special food because I don't have it on a day-to-day basis. I don't just go to the grocery store and it's available. It's a special, it's a special food. Like only he makes it the way that he makes it. So if you have been even giving into your, your cravings, but you've been depriving yourself of this food for 10 years, it still feels very special it still feels very special, even if you're giving into your cravings. Okay. Now I am not surprised if you've given into your craving and you binge, I would not expect anything less. We have to remember that just because you honor a craving that doesn't stop your binges. Honoring cravings, yes, is going to lessen the intensity of your binge urges. But the reality is, is giving into a craving does not do anything up here. It does not weaken the neural pathways in your brain. It is still a habit. Binge eating is still a habit. So just because let's say you're honoring your craving and you're eating the pizza, but the habit of binge eating is still ingrained into the brain through repeated action. So you still need to understand how to reprogram, rewire your brain and practice not giving into your binge urges to slowly begin to weaken those neural pathways in your brain. Just because you give in to pizza doesn't mean you're not going to binge on pizza. The more that you have the pizza, the less intense the craving is going to be. But that's not going to happen after giving in once. That's not even going to happen after giving in for a week or a month, your intensity of your cravings are going to reduce over time. But remember how special this food is. It's not going to, you're you're not going to stop binging because you gave into this craving once, or you've, like I said, you've given in even for a month, right? Everybody is different. For me, like I remember giving into my cravings and I'm like, there's no way this is the path to success. I am binging even more. Like I need more control. I got to keep the trigger foods out of the house. I got to not honor my cravings because every single time I honor my cravings, I binge. But I'm going to use another example of my chocolate chip pancakes because they're my favorite. A few years ago, I used to 
have it like once a week as a cheat meal, right? And when you are honoring your cravings, right? So even if you're honoring your cravings, right? The thing is, you're not going to just have a little bit of it. Like when I honored my cravings, because it was still like a big deal of like, ooh, I'm honoring my cravings. I wouldn't just have one little tiny chocolate chip pancake. I would make myself like a bunch and I would have a bunch because we get into the all or nothing mentality. Well, I'm not going to be able to eat this food tomorrow. This is a special food. I, I don't, I can't eat this every single day. So if I'm going to honor my craving, I might as well go all in. I might as well eat a lot because in our mind, I can't have this food tomorrow. So when I did like a weekly cheat meal back in like 2017 or whatever, 2016 or whatever it was, I like felt physically sick, right? Because it was like, I have to, I, this is my, this is my one opportunity. This is one, my one opportunity to enjoy it. So I'm going to eat all of it because tomorrow I can't. And the next week I got to do better and I can't have it until one more week. So I'm going to go ham on this, this craving. And then what ends up happening is because you overdo it when you have the craving, you feel sick, you feel bloated, you regret it. And you're like, I am never doing that again. I remember my stomach being in so much pain. I'm like, never again. I don't care how good it tastes. I am not going to have those chocolate chip pancakes ever again. And then you deprive yourself from it. And then you can't handle the deprivation because let's be honest, our bodies weren't meant to be deprived. And then it's like you go a long period of time without honoring that craving again, because you remember how shitty you feel, but then you give in because you can't handle the deprivation. And then again, because it's been so long, you don't just have one little tiny chocolate chip pancake, you have a bunch. And this is how the cycle repeats itself, right? So how we get out of this is that we have to be okay understanding that two things, okay? Two things you need to understand. Number one, just because you give into a craving doesn't mean you need to go balls to the wall. Honoring a craving, like the other day, I was, it was the time of the month for me and I'm like craving some chocolate. But instead of being like, I'm going to go get a chocolate cake and I'm going to get chocolate cookies and I'm going to get chocolate brownies because like I'm honoring my craving. I just went and I got a a thing of, I love dark chocolate there. I got like the Nespresso ones. Andrew's mom gave gave it to us. So I had a thing of chocolate with some cashews because I love like kind of sweet and salty. Good. I'm good. You might be like, but Lorna, I can't, I can't. Well, you, yes, because again, you've been deprived for so long and there's like mental restriction going on. But the reality is, is we get in that all or nothing mentality. If I'm going to have a craving, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to get the chocolate cake and the cookies and the brownies. and But you have to trust yourself that you're able to just have a little bit of chocolate. Like, Even when I was doing my chocolate chip pancakes, I craved chocolate. I didn't need six humongous chocolate chip pancakes. And I would put so much freaking chocolate chip uh, chocolate chips in there. Like I would be so sick afterwards. I didn't need to do that to myself. I can honor my craving by just having some dark chocolate or, you know, whatever it is. Right. But we go to the extreme. We go 
ham, right? Now, another thing, another thing too, is like you're binging, even though you're giving into your cravings because there's mental restriction going on. You're still judging yourself. You're still feeling guilty. You're still feeling bad. You're still telling yourself, oh, but I didn't really need it. Oh, but I did well all week. So I probably shouldn't have. And then when you feel bad, right? When you feel bad and guilt is flooding your entire body, there is no way you can actually enjoy what you're eating, right? Think about when you're going to the restaurant and you're filled with anxiety the whole time. That blocks your body's ability to extract pleasure, to extract satisfaction. So here you are giving into your cravings, but you're not even enjoying it. You're not even tasting it because there's guilt and then there's judgment and then there's you know, fear of waking. And then there's shame. And then there's, oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that. And then there's regret. How can you expect yourself to enjoy it? It's as if you didn't even have the food. Those things block your body's ability to extract satisfaction. So when, when you guys tell me like, but Lorna, every time I give into my cravings, I binge. Well, again, we have to work through the mental restriction You also need to build up self-trust, right? If you're constantly telling yourself this is a trigger food, like I did, I'm like chow chip pancakes. That's a big trigger food for me or like protein bars. Oh my gosh. I used to have protein, but I used to have like three, four protein bars in one sitting. And I kept telling myself it's a trigger food. So if you tell yourself that you're having a trigger food, then of course it's going to be triggering because every time you've eaten it, you've linked that association together of like this food's triggering. All right, it's going to trigger a binge. So there's so much more that we have to work through, you guys. It's not, it's not just like I'm giving into my cravings. Why haven't I stopped binging yet? That's one aspect. And I'm so freaking proud of you guys who are honoring your cravings. Like you guys are incredible because you know that deprivation is not the answer. But I know it can also feel really scary when you are honoring your cravings and you're still binging, but this process is not going to happen overnight. This process is not going to happen in a week. This process might not even happen in a month or two months. There's so much going on up here, right? Working through that, the habit, the mentors, there's so many things going on in the brain that honoring your cravings is one piece of the puzzle. That's one step. But if you're just because you're honoring your craving, but you're still feeling bad about it, it's still a habit because you haven't weakened the neural pathways in your brain. You haven't gotten rid of the urge to binge. You haven't built up self-trust. Of course, you're going to binge on it. Now, the more times that you honor your cravings and you neutralize this food, the less intense your cravings are going to become and the less frequent. So now... I, you know, it's been almost three years since I've binged. I still have cravings. I'm a human, right? Everybody has cravings. However, a few things that can happen when you've worked through the mental restriction, the guilt, and you don't have the urge to binge anymore. Now, a few things. One, I have cravings, but they're not intense. Like I can have a craving and I'm like busy with work and I'm, you know, doing a bunch of things and I don't give into it. It doesn't turn into a binge urge. But at the beginning, at the beginning of your journey, if you have a craving and you don't, and you don't give into that craving, it will turn into a binge urge. Okay. Another thing is it's like, they happen less frequently, 
when I was dieting, I would have cravings like left, right, and center every single day. And now because I eat what I want, yes, cravings still happen because we're just human. I love my sweets, but it happens less frequently because I don't deprive myself. Like this morning, I'm like, I'm craving waffles. So I made myself waffles. So there's like, technically, I guess that was like a craving, but it was just like, I had, I went to yoga right after the class. I'm like, what, do, what, what am I going to have? Want some waffles? Okay, great. Done. Boom. Didn't overeat. Didn't binge. Boom. That's it. Onto the, onto the next thing that I have to do. Right? So your cravings will become less intense when you work through all the other things that come to it. The first step, yes, is giving into the cravings. That's a big step in the right direction. But then we have to work through the mental restriction, get out of the all or nothing mentality, rewire your brain, break this habit, right? And then you're not even going to have those those urges and your cravings are going to happen less frequently and the intensity of your cravings is going to become less where even if you don't honor a craving, because maybe you, you can't, like you don't have the food with you or whatever, it's not a big deal. It doesn't turn into an impulse. So you have to keep on going. Most people, most people don't have a good relationship with food because they're not willing to go through this process. It's not easy. It's not easy, right? This is why we have support. This is why there's coaches because the thing is going through this process and honoring your cravings and then having a binge, like that is scary. And it's the easiest thing to be like, no, I'm going to go back into my little dieting hole over here and I'm not going to honor my cravings. But that, that doesn't get you one step closer to a binge-free life or a healthy relationship with food. We have to go through sometimes these messy phases and work through a lot of things in order to get to the other side. But most people aren't willing to do that. But that's not you. Obviously, you're here and you and you know the importance of like, the clients that I work with have such a good mindset. They're like, I I don't expect to stop binging in a week. Like I know I've been doing this for 30 years. So like, I'm obviously not going to expect myself to, you know, stop binging after a few, you know, after a few weeks, you have to have that mindset. You have to understand that it's going to take time. It does not have to take a long time. It does not have to take a long time. You guys, it doesn't, but if you don't go all in, and you don't work through these things, it's like you're, you're going to honor your cravings. So you, you take one step forward, you're going to honor your cravings, but then you binge and you're like, ah, weight gain. Ah, I'm so scared. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. And then you take one step back and then you realize deprivation's not the answer. And you're thinking about food so much more. And you're like, no, 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 but I have to just give myself permission. So then you try again, you give yourself permission and then you binge or you overeat and you're like, no, ah, weight gain. Oh my gosh, summer's coming up. I got to fit into the shorts. There's no way this is going to work. Okay. I'm going to go back to my fitness pal. So it's like you take one step forward, but then you also take a step back and you're never going to be able to get to the other side until you work through the fear and everything that I just talked about in this video. It's, it doesn't have to feel hard. It can feel scary, but with the proper tools and the proper support, you will take that next step. Even if it's like a tiny little baby step, even just a little little baby step, you're one step closer, one step closer, one step at a time. You just describe my week. <sighs> Sending you lots of love. Oh my gosh, everything you are saying is so me. Yes. 
<sighs> so this is what I want to talk about today. Um, I think this is a very important conversation to have you guys about cravings and like the process of what it actually looks like, um, what it actually takes to get rid of these intense cravings and these binge urges, like all of this is just so incredibly important. So, um, as we wrap up the last thing that I want to share with you guys, um, just quickly here, a few things. So the first thing is I am hosting a masterclass next month. Okay. This is all about how to get out of a funk. If you feel like right now cravings are at an all time high, your binges are happening more frequently. Maybe you're like, I really need to get back to the swing of things, but it's so hard when I'm feeling uncomfortable in my own skin and I'm binging more frequently. Like I want to feel motivated again. I want to get my spark back. I want to, I want to be able to just like eat healthy and feel good again. But like, maybe you're in a funk. I'm going to teach you how to get out of a funk so you can be excited about achieving your goals and you can actually be consistent with your healthy habits. So that is not happening until next month, but it is on pre pre sale pricing right now for $33. The full price is going to be 97. So if you want to join that, you can message me funk and I'll send the link. Okay. The second thing, if you enjoyed this conversation on cravings and impulses, my next program coming up is called Stop the Urge. And some of you guys already joined. I'm so excited. This program is designed to rewire your brain so you no longer feel the urge and the impulse to binge and self-sabotage with food. So if the urge feels like this itchy mosquito bite, you feel like you have to give in, this is going to be a really incredible program because I'm going to teach you exactly what to do the moment an urge comes on that will help you to not give in. So it is on pre-pre-sale pricing as well. The lowest price it will ever be $111 or two payments of $67. The full price will be $497. So this price is only good until Tuesday, May 2nd at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the price goes up. So if you feel called, it is going to be like a three-week program with me. There's going to be Q&As. It's going to be amazing. Um, So if you feel called and you're interested in that, you can message me, stop the urge. And you can join a full program with me. So I am super excited. I hope you guys found this so incredibly helpful. I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper with you guys if you want to take things to the next level. But thank you guys so much for being here and listening. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing rest of your day. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys. Bye.